you get your news? And how do you decide if your news is fake news or not? And how do you decide whether you're reading the work of a Russian troll or not? Or does it matter? We begin there right now. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The president has come out. President Obama uh, supports registering women for military draft. Isn't that great? Um, I mean, geez, this guy has fundamentally transformed us. Um, uh, I want to talk about uh, fake news and, and the Russian trolls. But first, we have to talk about what happened yesterday in Ohio with Carrier, uh, Indiana. Can we can we talk a little bit about the what we're finding out, what that deal is, and how uh, President-elect Trump said, "I'll punish you if you're a company and you want to move out of the United States." I mean, it's what he said throughout the whole campaign. I I know, and I, and I think it's one of those things that I took literally, and I'm hoping other people didn't take literally; they just took him seriously. It's kind of hard to tell. I mean, obviously, you know, what it looks like is, uh, and the details are still sort of um, peeling out of this. There's estimates that about 1,000 workers that were going to go uh, to Mexico with Carrier. Um, and they don't make air conditioners at that plant, as, as Trump mm-hmm. tweeted. They actually make furnaces uh, there, right? It's furnaces and something Absolutely. else. But um, so they uh, were going to go to um, Mexico, about 1,300 between, I've seen estimates between seven and 1,300 other workers from Carrier are still going. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, result of that, it was about a $7 million uh, tax credit um, that they gave to Carrier through mainly because you know, Pence is still the governor of Indiana. He's, no, he's not the vice president yet. He's still the governor of Indiana. And it was through a state program. Um, in which they were able to uh, come up with a deal to, with incentives to keep the factory in Indiana. Um, now, states know, do that all the time. States do that all the time. I mean, I've never liked it. Um, I've never what, liked it. You know, I like, do I like tax credits? Yes. Do I like government picking companies, individual companies, to give tax credits to? The answer to that has always, my entire life, been no. Uh, For instance, a Republican let's just, or a Democrat. Well, let's, just, let's, just, let's just think this one through. If I want to grow my tax base in a state, um, what do I do? Well, the conservatives have always said what you do is you lower taxes, especially on businesses, because you will create more business. Business will move to your state, and then you'll have more people to be able to pull some taxes from. And so it'll be lower tax rates will actually increase your tax base. That's scientific mathematics. It, it, it is proven to work over and over and over again. What is happening here, and I have a real problem with it, is Carrier 
now just for a thousand jobs, just got seven million dollar kiss from the state of Indiana. Now, if I have a thousand employees, I'm thinking to myself, well, what the hell's wrong with me? Why don't I get the seven? Why am, why am I not getting that? Right. I mean, it's it's a it's a real problem. I mean, the the, the theory is, as it goes, if you are a company that has anywhere close to a 50 50 chance of if you're thinking, well, should we stay or should we go? You say you're going to go because it, you're either going to actually leave, which is, you know, you might do that anyway, or the, Trump or somebody else is going to come to you with a big gift. So you stay. Um, now, states do this all the time. Texas does it. Every state does it. It's, and, and it's not something that I let like. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. It, it, here's where it doesn't make sense with, for instance, cities. Um, we are currently living in the most diverse city in America. It's Irving, Texas. It is wildly diverse. It's one of the bigger cities also in Texas, isn't it, Pat? No. Isn't it, isn't it top 10? I mean, it's a big, Irving is like very populous. That is really big, too. I very think. big. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but it's broken. Spread They're, out. But yeah. One so, of the zip codes, and it, it, the one, it's one of the most diverse zip codes in America, and it's something like 25% white, 25% black, 25% Asian. That's 25% across Hispanic. the board. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing, and it's a great little town. It's a great town. Well, I happen to own what are called the historic studios of Irving, Okay. Um, and th- this is a big deal. Everybody who lives in this town, they know this, these studios. You live anywhere in the Dallas area, you know these studios. They've been here forever. They've made very famous movies, blah, blah, blah. When we first bought the studios, the mayor came over and was like, we're so glad that you bought these studios. We we're afraid they were going to go into disrepair. And this, the, this is an iconic place for this city. Okay. Hmm. Now, if I was unscrupulous, you know, Mayor, (laughs) we're thinking about shutting down production here, and I own it. I own it outright, so I'm just thinking about letting it just sit. Uh, I don't need it because I'm getting a really good, I'm getting a lot of pressure to go to wherever. Um, And the town there, they've already said they're going to build new studios and they'll build them for us and, you know, all the job. Great. I can guarantee you that someone, probably not the mayor, but somebody in um, this town would say, you can't lose 200 jobs and you can't have that studio sitting empty. Let's help them. Now, how does that work for the town? Well, how it would work is some companies like yours, for example, would be a winner. And other companies would be losers that didn't get that. And what that would be is government picking winners and losers. losers. You may remember this argument from places like Solyndra. Yep. Where we didn't like that the government with giant tax credits and giveaways. Yep. Now, look, Solyndra was a much worse company than Carrier. Carrier's not going to go out of business next week. There are a lot of differences in the cases. But the fundamental principle of both is that I don't believe Wait, the government... what was that word? The fundamental what? Principle of both what? is that I don't want the government selecting their favorite companies. Yeah, but that's just Somebody's... because you're a fundamentalist. I didn't understand the second word. You're just a okay. fundamentalist. Maybe I am. Right. I, I will say at this point in this country and many of the people in this audience are going to have to agree to be in the same place. Maybe you just are a fundamentalist. I, I am. May, very well, maybe. I saw this deal 
And I thought to myself, first of all, um, it, it might be good for Carrier, but if I'm a company that has a 1,000 employees and I'm struggling and I'm not Carrier, why the hell am I not getting this deal? Exactly. What it does is it incentivizes companies to do the same thing Carrier just exactly did. Exactly right. Why would, if, if you were even mildly considering it, why wouldn't you put it out now, there? It's up to the state to do that. It doesn't really, to me, it doesn't make sense for cities to do this because their tax base in this particular case is coming from me doing business here. So as a business, they're not saving jobs because anybody live in Irving? Is there anybody here that lives in Irving? One. One lives in Irving. Two. Most people that work here do not live in Irving. So they're not, they're, they're not saving their town jobs. In states, yes. But here's the worst part of this. Not only do I disagree with it, but states can make up their own minds and do this. The government is also offering subsidies for Carrier. So not only did they get the $7 million from the state, the federal government is also going to be kicking in. And what the the scary thing that could happen, and again, this is actually not a Trump criticism at all, because this is a Mike Pence deal. Mike Pence is the governor of Indiana. So, I mean, Trump is obviously the guy who's at the top of the ticket. Everyone's talking about this. But this is something Pence did for his state. Yes. And it's something that a lot of places do for their state. I've never liked it. I didn't like it when Republicans do it. I don't like when Democrats do it. I, I had an argument with Rick Perry when he was trying to get Boeing here by making them all kinds of sweetheart deals. They all do this. Um, and but I mean, to me, it, it, it always has been and it always will be problematic. I love sports more than anything in the universe. Hate. However, do they do this with every stadium in every town? Always they, yeah, do. Of course every they do. How do the towns win? They don't. And how do the towns? Of course, well, they, they don't claim win. it's going to increase the tax base. It right. doesn't. Or businesses. It never it's works. Gonna... It doesn't work. It doesn't. Here's one. Here's one. Because I had this argument with Rick Perry. Rick said the problem with. Boeing was that all of the wives from Seattle and all of the wives from Chicago were saying, Dallas, there's nothing but cowboys there. There's no arts there. <laughs> well, do we not have in Dallas one of the greatest art section you've ever seen? The one of the be- I drive by all the time? Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, all right. Okay, but they're beautiful theaters, concert halls, symphonies, oh, art yeah. galleries, you name it. I love, I love just driving right by You that. know what's different about ours than every other city? Rick Perry went to all the city, the big money in the Dallas area and said, state's not going to pay for this, but you really want to help Dallas? Then you, Mr. Perot, need to build a new museum. Um. Oh, you should get together with some of your friends. You like art so much. You guys should build a art gallery. And that's how Dallas art grew because Texas was not going to fund all these art spaces. So the people who actually cared about it did. We have the largest arts um, section privately funded, I think, in the world. Wow. Uh, and that's, you know, that's a good use, right? You, want, you, you talk to private people. Because and they have a choice. They love, that's great. Right. The, the, doubt, the scary part of this is not what happened with Carrier, um, because, uh, you know, that's, um, that's a deal that states do all the time. Yep. And while I don't yep. like yep. it, it's, it's not yep. that. The scary thing is, if you have a giant government contract, and the government can come back and say, you know what? You keep those 2,000 jobs here to make me look good. And we'll up your contract next year, and we'll more than pay for those 2,000 jobs. Don't worry about it. Right. 
that sort of corruption is not draining the swamp. Now, my hope is that Donald Trump doesn't do those things. But that is the risk. You've, of already, set, of you've already set the precedent of going in that direction. The worst part is not that, however. I don't think that's the worst part. Maybe it's, it's a worst part. Maybe it's not the worst yeah, part. Yeah, I think. Let me get to the worst right, part yeah, of yeah. this when we come back. Now this. A uh, few years ago. I discovered a small home security company. Nobody knew about them. Uh, nobody thought that they could take on Wells Fargo and everybody else. Um, but I met the inventor, the owner, the entrepreneur, and I met his staff. And I have to tell you, I said to them in the end of the meeting, can I invest in you guys? This is remarkable. Now... People know their name. I'll walk into stores, good, really high-end stores, and my son, he's done this I don't know how many times. He'll say, Dad, look at the door. And there will be the Simply Safe alarm box. Um, they are known coast-to-coast now as the trend-setting company for um, security, for home and business. New Simply Safe security camera is out. It connects to the sensors in your home, in your alarm system. By the way, one of the great things, no wires. So you want a camera someplace, you just pop it up anywhere you want, and it turns on, you set it to the sensors. So if you have a motion sensor, it will turn on with a motion sensor. You have a glass break sensor in that room, if, so, if it hears glass breaking, it turns it on. And it records everything. Oh, and it dials the police. Oh, and you're not going to believe the price. Literally, you will not believe the price. You can secure your home for hundreds of dollars, not thousands, and not paying over and over and over and over and over again for the same damn system every month when you're paying 50 bucks a month. You're paying $15.95 or $14.95 a month if you want to, because there's no contract. These people have revolutionized home and business security. Check out their new security cameras today at simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafebeck.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. is the Glenn Beck Program. So here was the worst part. I don't like, I understand states um, do what Mike Pence did with Carrier. I understand that. I don't like it, but I understand it. Um, in Texas, we did it a different way. In cities, it, I, I don't like it. But if somebody is going to offer me tax breaks that are offered to everyone. That's great. I'm going to do it, and I love that. I love that. Now, the worst part of this is not that it happened at the state level, not that the government also put in subsidies, that they also get kicks from the government. The worst part is that Donald Trump threatened other countries. I will make your, y'all make your life miserable 
if you're thinking about leaving this country. Yeah, we should make sure you, companies, he's threatening other companies, not other countries. Yeah, companies, yeah. <laughs> it's like, sure. um, he, he's threatening other companies saying, you're, I'm not going to let you leave. Yeah. And not with sugar, but with spice. Uh, you're not leaving. Do you remember when we were uh, working at Radio City and I used to read um, all the newspapers, still in newspaper at the time, and I came in and there was this little story. I bet it was two inches by three inches. Um, and it was in the back page of like the Wall Street Journal. And I came into to Stu and I said, Stu, what does the government know that we don't know? Now, this is 15 years ago, 10 years ago. And you said, what? And I said, let me read this. Congress just passed a law, and I don't remember the details, but I think it was like 50% of your wealth is taxable at a 50% rate. Your wealth is taxable at a 50% rate if you renounce your citizenship and decide to leave the country. And I said, why are we trapping people who don't want to be here? What is it that they know that we don't know? Is there... Have you heard of a big influx of people that want to leave the United States? Why are they doing that? Well, why would we do that? You make your country the place that everyone wants to go. You know, these liberals say, we don't want to build walls because walls to let people, stop people from coming in the uh, outside. Well, that usually just ends up being a wall to keep people in. Well, they're doing that with our money. They're doing that. Now Donald Trump is talking about doing that with companies. I'm not going to let you leave. That's Russia. That's Berlin. That's not America. But it's, it's the reverse lesson of, you know, a report that John Stossel did a million years ago now where he would say that they would go to these, the, the press goes to these closed down factories because they know there will be people walking out sad that they lost their jobs. So it's easy for the media to report on that story. It's difficult for the media to report on a thousand people going in different directions and finding jobs that they wind up liking better in two years. That's a very difficult story for the media to cover. And Trump, I think, has learned that lesson. He, you know, it's a lesson of I, he walked into that factory as a hero and the media was all there to see it happen. See, I really, I, I really truly believe that the problem with us right now is we have been convinced by our culture, by our teachers, by our family, by our parents, by ourselves, whoever. We all so desperately want to believe that it, nothing should ever hurt you, that I should always be in a safe zone, that change is bad, and yet, everything about us, everything that God has, you know, you know why, you know why I'm 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 out of shape. Do you know why I'm out of shape? I'm being serious. No, no, no. I'm being serious. Do you know why I'm really out of shape? I don't know. I mean, because I hate exercise. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm out of shape because I hate it. Why do I hate it? Because I I do I do I feel hurts. crappy. Yeah. It hurts. I feel crappy until you get to the point to where you feel really good. Glenn, you're going to feel really good after a while. I know. I've been there before. I know. And then you're addicted to it. But then you stop, and then you get out of shape, and then you hurt again. Everything about you, when you want to build muscle, which is good, 
you tear the muscle. That's why you hurt, is you're tearing the muscle. Don't tear the muscle. Nobody should ever have a torn muscle ever. Well, then you're going to have a bunch of 90-pound weaklings. We have to get past this point. Yes, it will be bad. Change will be bad. But with change, with that pain, the human being adapts and creates something better. Why can't we get that? We don't want the pain. We don't want the pain. Again. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. If this happens, if um, if Mad Dog Mattis, General James Mattis, I mean, obviously, a lot of talk about that. Yeah, but if this happens, this is bad. He's being called the most revered Marine in a generation from the Marine Corps Times. So you wouldn't want a guy like that in, you know. May I just say how spooky this guy? Can I read some of his? Oh no, quotes. You're not going to like this guy. Now, first of all, this is a guy that Barack Obama fired for good reason, because, uh, I want to get this exactly right, he rubbed civilian officials the wrong way. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, don't do it. Yeah. So let me show you the rabid mad dog that uh, maybe maybe joining us in the war front. Try this quote. I don't lose any sleep at at night over potential for failure. I can't even spell the word. word. (laughs) The first time you blow someone away is not an insignificant event. That said, there are some a-holes in the world that do need to be shot. (laughs) (laughs) I come in peace. I didn't bring artillery. And I'm pleading with you with tears in my eyes. If you F with me, I will kill you all. <laughs> Find the enemy that wants to end this experiment in American democracy and kill every one of them until they're si- so sick of the killing that they leave us and our freedoms intact. Mm. That is the guy. This is shock and awe. And this, you know, this is, this is you know... We, we, there's a, a long process that goes to, uh, you know, finalizing a secretary of defense, not to mention some legal challenges uh, because of a, an old rule with General Mattis. But, I mean, this is being praised by even some Democrats. These guys, uh, uh, I'm and telling not you, because the, the challenge, well respected. This is where we're going to see Donald Trump's backbone is when all of these guys go to be confirmed. Right. When but Mattis looks like to, he's got to do well. Be polite. Be professional but have a plan to kill everybody you meet. Think about it. Um, You're part of the world's most feared and trusted force. Engage your brain before you engage your weapon. There are hunters and there are victims. By your discipline, cunning, obedience, and alertness, you will decide if you're a hunter or a victim. 
No war is over until the enemy says it's over. We may think it's over. We may declare it over. But in fact, the enemy gets a vote. There's nothing better than getting shot at and missed. Seriously, it's really great. (laughs) (laughs) You cannot allow any of your people to avoid the brutal facts. If they start living in a dream world, it's going to be bad. You go into Afghanistan. You got guys who slap women around for five years because they didn't wear a veil. You know, guys like that ain't got no manhood left anyway. So it's a hell of a lot. To, it's a hell of a lot of fun to shoot at them. <laughs> Actually, it's quite fun to fight them. You know, it's a hell of a hoot. It's fun to shoot some people. I'd be right up there, however, because I like brawling. Mm. I'm going to plead with you. Do not cross us, because if you do, the survivors will write about what we did here for 10,000 years. Wow. Demonstrate to the world that there is no better friend, no worse enemy than a U.S. Marine. Fight happy with a happy heart and a strong spirit. I have to tell you, this is what our military is missing. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't want monsters... I don't want people who love killing, but I want people who, when they're faced with a bad guy, oh, yeah, don't mind killing you. You're a bad guy who's trying to kill us and take away our freedoms. Yeah, I'm going to kill you, and I'm going to kill you fast. And I'm going to kill you in such a way that everybody around you goes, oh, my gosh, I don't want any of that. Yeah, I mean, this this looks like a great pick. You know, again, great long pick. process to get there. Rumors and everything else will fly. However, great, you know, very well respected. Seemingly one of the best picks uh, so far. And, you know, a guy that, there's a weird law, passed, I think, the 40s or 50s, that says you, you have to be retired for seven years as a general to get one of these cabinet positions. Mm. Um, which is, I don't, I don't, I would like to, I've never, I've not tracked down yet. I mean, I just heard it on, you know, TV and when I did not he, bother to check it out. When was he fired? What, I mean, 2013, I think. Ah. Oh. So, but I think even Democrats are saying, yeah, we'll probably overturn it for this guy. We'll probably, we'll probably get a waiver. There's been one other waiver, I think, in history, maybe in the fifties. Um, so this guy, I, I, okay. So I'm with this. Remember I told you I was with a farmer friend over the holiday. Yeah. Okay. So this is farmer friend, and he is the most soft-spoken, nicest guy. Serves in his church every Sunday, and and works you know at the church on Saturdays as well. Hardworking, nice guy. Mm-hmm. He was a lieutenant. Uh, he was a lieutenant colonel. Yeah, lieutenant colonel in the Air Force. And uh, he said, "What do you think of Mad Dog Mattis?" And I said. From what I know, I like him. And he said, yeah, I like anybody whose call sign is Mad Dog. Um, he said, you know, you don't, get, you don't pick your call sign. That's, they pick it for you. Your buddies pick it for you based on who you are. And I said, what was your call sign? And he said, Mad Dog. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, and I said, you were Mad Dog? He said, I was a very different man in the military. Mm. He is the quietest, nicest, politest guy you could ever, not a Mad Dog. And I thought, what was this general like when they gave him 
Matt, if this is who he is now, <laughs> what was he when he was, you know, a grunt, when he was coming up in the ranks and yeah. he was called well, Mad Dog? he is loved by the military. Oh, I know he is. Loved. I and, know he and, is. And, and what a great, I mean, look, you, there's a lot of things you, you might have issues with, uh, you know, and who knows. But, I mean, what a great change from, uh, from a president who uh, objectively... Well, I'm sure he, you know, Obama obviously, you know, uh, just did not have the same sort of respect that many of us have for the military. No, hang on just a second. No, that's not the problem. He, and excuse the slang here, but he sissified. He sissified us. He made us into school marms. He made us into a a very sensitive bunch of people that I I don't want to. No. No, that's not what your military... That might be what the the civilian force is like, saying, hey, 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 don't open the door for this military because they're madmen back there. Don't. You want a disciplined set of, you want a killing machine that is disciplined and under control. You can have heart, but when you open that door, you should be opening up the gates of hell. I don't understand if we don't if we don't change the culture of our military, we're doomed. Now, the question is, can we change the I mean, I would really it would be very interesting to see if we teach the Christian ethics again. Remember, that's one of the first things that Barack Obama did. Remember, he he took out to stop that. Yeah, he took out uh, Christian ethics as one that was a required course for everybody at West Point and everywhere else you had to take the ethics class i can't remember do you remember what that was called pat it wasn't christian ethics i can't remember um but it was based on christianity um that we're not fighting for vengeance and any of that and he stopped that immediately which when you're sissifying a a, a bunch of battle people why wouldn't you keep that in unless you had a problem with religion and so we took that out, and that was what really tempered us. So it will be interesting to see if we reinstate that class, because we need that class more than ever. Because if we have a bunch of people who, whose instinct is vengeance, whose instinct is get them, make them pay, it needs to be tempered. And... We put the teeth back into this military. We better be really careful. Make sure we put them back in the way they were in the first place. I will say, too, that this pick has very little in common with a person who is not an interventionist or not a, a person who's going to hold back and avoid conflict. Now, oh, Mattis is very balanced and very mm-hmm. smart. Um, but again, a, a supporter of our conflicts. Hang on, Pat. You and I are more non-interventionalists than probably you guys, right? Pat and I are both close down our bases overseas, come home. I don't want anything to do with anybody else. Pat, I'm the president of the United States. And I think it would be the same way with you. You're my advisor. Do you think that I would want you to come in with a bunch of... Mamby Pamby guys in the Defense Department, 
or people who have been in the worst battles in the history of America and know it and know that war is to kill the other guy faster than they can kill you. Definitely that. Again, I just think this is another, to me, it's just another piece of evidence that he is closer to the average Republican uh, in, to, in these matters that he is necessarily because he could say the democratic positions he had leading into the you campaign. could say i mean look i want to stop the wars and i want to bring people home so i'm going to put the biggest bad guy in i can find i don't mean bad guy but i mean biggest war dog i can find who's going to make my military rough and tumble again because here's what's going to happen i'm going to go finish those wars so I can bring everybody home and I'm going to finish them in such a way that everybody goes, good God almighty, don't mess with them. And it's consistent with what he said about, for example, ISIS, right? Like I'm going to bomb the hell out of like that type of right. attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Finish it. Right. Bomb them, fight them, kill them, finish it. Come home and you won't have to go back. I think this is a great pick. I mean, that's, uh, that's kind of, I mean, that's Donald Trump's way forever. Anyway, we're, I'll destroy you and then, ah, oh, you're okay now. I destroyed you. I beat you. I, you're down. Now I'll talk to you. <laughs> well, you know. Well, well, no, he doesn't do that with everybody. No. No, it's not, not everybody. Not everybody. However. Mitt Romney. It's funny that you say that. But he hasn't done that with everybody. He does claim he's a counterpuncher, though. And that's what, yes, you, he does. That's what you want now, right? Yes, that's what we want. We don't want to go out and get our fat face into everybody's to... business. But if you attack us, yes. we're going to hit back so right. hard you'll never do that I again. I don't want a guy who wants vengeance. Right. But I do want a guy who, when you punch me in the face... We're coming after you. I'm going to break your arms and your legs and maybe snap your neck. Yeah. Don't ever punch us in the face. Um, and now this. The better you sleep, the better you feel. Scientific fact. In 2017, that will be the year you will have the best sleep ever because you're going to start sleeping on a Casper mattress. I love my Casper mattress. Pat has a Casper mattress. It's awesome. Um, and you can decide, you don't have to go in and decide, you know, and try a mattress out and, and, you know, try it out and, you know, lay on it in your clothes in the mattress showroom for 20 minutes. They're going to send this to you. Um, you buy it, you can have it for a hundred nights. That's a third of the year. If you don't absolutely love it, they will come and pick it up and refund every single penny. At their cost, they will come and pick it up. Casper Mattress, try it in your home, risk-free. If you don't love it, everything is uh, everything you get back, and they come and pick it up. Casper.com, use the promo code BECK for $50 off the purchase of your mattress. It is a very affordable mattress and the best mattress I've ever owned. Terms and conditions apply. Casper.com, offer code BECK, $50 off the purchase of your mattress. It is Casper.com, offer code BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Sign up for the newsletter and get all the info you need to know at glennbeck.com. Mercury. Eight seven two seven back. This is the Glenn Beck Program. 
So apparently Jeff Zucker uh, from CNN is uh, pursuing Megyn Kelly like nobody's business. Quite actively. Uh, uh, they say that he is moving the Himalayan mountains to get her. Uh, but they're tripped up on money. He just can't pay $20 million a year that, the fo- that Fox has on the table. But, I mean, they also in the article, it says that she's despised by the other Fox hosts. I, I tend to believe that. And uh, she, it probably be it's probably a crappy situation for her in the building. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think it is. And so I, I mean, wouldn't be surprised. Look, I, I mean, you know, a million dollars is a million dollars. But if somebody offers you fifteen million dollars or twenty million dollars, and one is a place where you're going to be liked and respected, yeah, and happy, the other is going to be miserable. I don't. I mean, that's I wouldn't want to live that way. That's a no-brainer to me. Um, so it'd be interesting too because they're talking about her. For the 8 or 9 o'clock time slot, which would be possibly Going up against. directly up against O'Reilly. Um, I don't know if, if you want to take on that battle, but I don't know. Uh, if yeah, anybody's up I to it, know. I would say she is. Yeah, she'd be up to the battle, but I don't know if she wins. I don't know. No, I, don't, I, mean, I don't know. It's going to be hard to, for anyone I mean, Bill, in CNN to beat. Yeah, to beat Bill <laughs> O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly is. That's a tough task. That's it's a, like all the... You remember back in the... 90s, everybody wanted to take on Rush. Everybody thought, okay, including Bill, uh, I'm going to beat Rush at, at radio. Not going to beat Rush. And you just go head to head against the king like that, you're not uh, going to win. Remember Arsenio Hall. Yeah, the Tonight Show. Yeah. Not gonna go, everybody went up against Johnny, Johnny Carson. Right. It's not going to happen. Gonna, no. Stop trying don't. to beat him. You don't. Right. Uh, it would be, I think that would be a poor, yeah. a real waste I, of money. That would be a mistake. Yeah, if it's right. me, 50 million, $15 million, don't. Put her on at nine o'clock. Yeah, after Bill O'Reilly. That's what I, oh. I don't know what their lineup is though. I think is it Aaron Burnett currently at eight, who's not good. Not, <laughs> but, uh, quite honestly, but uh, quite honestly, it, surrender, surrender that time, surrender slot. that time, yeah. and then try for nine. Right, because I think you, you might win it. I just don't think you're gonna. Be, you're just not gonna beat. It's just, and, O'Reilly. You know, CNN versus Fox. It's already a real uphill battle. Right. But I mean, if anyone you know could compete there, it would probably be Megan. But still, mm-hmm. it's a tough, tough battle there, man. Tough battle. Very. Bill would love that, though. Oh, Bill. I think Bill, they both love Bill. They would. They're both brawlers. Yeah, they'd love that. Both would love it. The Glenn Beck Program. Mercury.